0: Talk Radio Jour 1, amour numéro 1 C'est l'amour suprême Dis-moi que tu m'aimes Je veux un jour numéro 2 Une suite à l'hôtel Supplément mortel Je t'ai regardé toute la nuit Danser sur mon âme n'est plus permis Neuf jours, la vie c'est du pelo Et l'éternité, une nécessité Jour dix, variations du délit Que voudrais-tu faire, une balade en mer Chaque jour, dépendance à l'amour Pas de danse autour Thank you. Vendance à l'amour Pas de danse autour
1: Media and the Envy Cafe, as I have um, both my guests with me in the studio. I'm sorry about the little cutout here, a little bit of a cutout in the studio. Um, I have Peter with me from Violet Chocolate. I'm sorry. Today is just one of those days. And um, I have Spencer Drake with me, and I'm going to let each of them introduce you. Um, introduce themselves to you I'm sorry, I'm very tongue-tied today I don't know what is wrong with me today Spencer, are you there? And yeah. Peter Peter and Spencer Hi And Spencer, Hi. I'm going to have you introduce yourself really quickly Spencer is my co-host sure. And Spencer, um, tell everyone a little bit about what you are doing right now I'm And uh more of a yes.
2: famous album cover designer and um you know, designed for the famous musicians, 22 inductees in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and uh, Judith and I, my partner, are in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame permanent collection and MoMA permanent collection, and uh, we were just in a MoMA show, and we're going to be... Uh, my album, my Ramones covers, will be in a very big historic show in Queens Museum and Grammy Museum, uh, a Ramones 40th anniversary show. So that's what's going on in my life, and... um and I've been chocolate after then, Holly.
0: I'm chocolate Yeah, after. no,
1: no, no. And we have <laughs> Peter Moose Moustak, right? Did I say it right?
0: That's
3: right.
1: I, I said it right. Wow, I not <laughs> that one. No, and um, you know, I have to tell you, Peter was brought into my life through Spencer, um, because Spencer went to a chocolate show in New York. Um can everyone hear me okay?
2: Yeah, can sure. Can you hear me? Yeah, all we right? can hear you. Okay. Very good.
1: Cool. I wanted to let everyone know, also, the chat room is open. If you'd like to call in, the phone number is 347-677-1036. And sorry about that little slow start in the beginning. We had a little bit of a snafu with the studio. It kind of went blank for a minute there. So I was, like, trying to look at everything and then trying to figure it all out. But today is all about where happiness lives. And we want to have you come create and play at Voila Chocolate in New York. And they are located at 221 West 79th Street, New York City at 79th and Broadway. And uh, let me give the phone number out really quick. It's 212-920-8799. And the website is Voila, V-O-I-L-A, Chocolate. C-H-O-C-O-L-A-T, com. Very French. Very French, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> and Peter has a reason for it being very French. And let me tell you, if you are in New York or if you're anywhere, you, uh, you appreciate drinking chocolate like I do. And as Spencer does, this hot chocolate that Peter has is amazing. And not only just that, Peter has a bevy of amazing things there. Um, I'm going to let him tell you a little bit about how he got into the chocolate industry and a little bit about Voila Chocolate and what they have there, um, which you just go get blown away. And this is perfect right before Valentine's Day. So if you're out there and you really want something great, Valentine's Day, there you go. So, Peter, tell us a little bit about how Voila Chocolate became to be and uh, about what you're doing there and your chocolater.
3: Well, thank you, Holly, and uh, I'm I'm really uh, honored to be here today uh, to speak to you and Spencer and your listeners. Um, again, my name is Peter Mustakirsky. I'm the founder and chief cacao nut at Voila Chocolat. Um, Voila Chocolat is uh, a very perfect young... Perfect name. very young and exciting uh, venture here in New York City. Um, And it's a place where people can create their own happiness with chocolate. This is really our mission is to surprise and delight people with high-end chocolate and with uh, delightful experiences, educational as well as artisanal experiences. So it's really a, a place where you can walk in off the street with or without reservation um and sit down and within minutes be working with chocolate and making your own high-end creations anything from truffles lollipops bars bark bonbons anything that we as chocolatiers can make you our customers can also make in our in our shop um uh in addition to obviously walking in uh we do a lot of exciting events uh both corporate events as well as personal uh events uh, including birthday parties, um, bachelorettes, et cetera. And, of course, uh, we make uh, a lot of uh, wonderful chocolates, as you mentioned. Uh, we make our own hot chocolate mixes from scratch. Uh And we love to serve those. Right. We love to serve those and share them with our, our customers. But what's what's really unique about us, I mean, New York is a wonderful um, environment for, for budding chocolatiers, and there are many wonderful companies. But what's unique about us is that we turn the tables, and we uh, basically invite our customers to become the chocolatiers with us. Yeah, that's very different.
2: Oh, that's
1: awesome. Now, it's like an interactive, edu- it's like
2: interactive chocolate shop, right, Yeah. Peter? Exactly. yeah. exactly. Now,
1: do you do you educate everyone on, um, on the history of chocolate and what they're doing? Because I know that you have also a um partner in your business which also was he started his career in uh France at the Ritz in Paris and I know he's been named by pastry and art and design magazine as one of the 10 best pastry chefs in America so
3: yes that's um we we are uh, I am very fortunate and happy to have uh, uh, Chef Christophe Toury, who is our master chocolatier,
0: mm-hmm. uh,
3: be a partner and a, a key part of the business. Um, yes, he was just recently named uh, top ten chocolatier in North America by Dessert Eat. Professional Magazine, wow. uh, and we're very proud of that. Um, but uh, most of all, uh, he's just a wonderful artist, uh, highly gifted, and a very, a very, very nice. Uh, person that uh, you just love to uh, spend your days with, um, and especially when the days are filled with chocolate, it makes it even better.
1: Oh no! And again, where happiness lives, right, Spence? I mean, um, right, exactly. You know,
3: so I'm
2: happy right now. Had chocolate today. <laughs> no, no.
1: Spence tells me you have the chocolate fountain, which I own a chocolate, oh, fountain, yeah. <laughs> chocolate fountain in your window. <laughs> and yeah. that's amazing the chocolate fountain in the window and um if you go onto the website Great. and what's amazing is uh the 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 creation and what you can actually create and it's not just simple you know dark chocolate or whatever it's got you can decorate it you can create these special truffles um do you how how do people figure out what they want to make do you help them do you have a mixologist there that that helps them or do you help them decide what to make with it
3: yeah well as you as you mentioned earlier we do have education ingrained in the mission mm-hmm. um and and of course we we are not a school uh we are not a culinary institute we take uh, a slightly more individualized um approach to education, we basically gauge to see how much our customers are interested in, you know, asking questions and learning things versus just spending a good time together sipping wine and making chocolates. And and we don't push them too much in one direction or the other, but we uh as soon as we see someone interested we definitely uh engage them in conversations and the conversation spans uh, from you know flavors and techniques and 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 pairings to the history and the socioeconomics of uh, the chocolate uh, industry and uh the chemistry of it and um so it's a, it's a fascinating deep subject so we we uh work with our customers to create the most uh um exciting experience for them because again our our goal is to create unexpected happiness from them we want them to come in Aww. and be, you know, nice. be happier than they expected uh, with the whole experience. <laughs> that's that's our that's our sort of the yardstick for success. So, oh, yeah, so yes, no, we,
1: it's, it's awesome. It's great. Yeah, can i ask? got to ask, uh, P-
2: Peter, by the way, I want you to tell the listeners that the different varieties of things you
3: sell there. Yeah, you yeah, could. absolutely. Yeah. Um, so we um, – we we try to sort of showcase the full spectrum of artisanal chocolatiering which uh um involves anything from handmade chocolate bars uh which are you know listeners are probably most familiar with the bars because you can buy them now in in high end uh stores and even whole foods um but beyond that obviously chocolate truffles and bonbons are sort of the most exquisite uh, uh sort of chocolatiering products these are um, mm-hmm. chocolate candies that are filled with creamy ganache with different flavors and we have at any one time uh some fifteen to twenty flavors featured things that have uh things like Jack Daniels and Marc de Champagne and uh, uh oh. caramel banana rum or more exotic like um uh, basil yuzu and 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 uh passion fruit um and more traditional flavors like coffee, uh salted caramel um, etc. And then, of course, we also show um, many of the uh, more niche products like Bark or Mandiance. Uh We certainly make our own handmade uh, lollipops from chocolate, which are beautiful and design- decorated with uh, colorful designs made of, of, of cocoa butter. Um, and as I said, we mix our own um, hot chocolate mixes. We have currently five Uh, chocolate mixes that uh, we can prepare at any one time when someone walks in. We have our just pure 72% hot chocolate, which we call the house blend. We have a very exotic spicy addition uh, called the Daredevil, which has nine different spices, both holiday spices like nutmeg and cinnamon, as well as spicy spices like jalapeno and ancho. And we have even more creative flavors of hot chocolate, uh, including... um, a banana hot chocolate, uh, green tea matcha hot chocolate, um, as well as pumpkin spice. Um,
1: oh, I love matcha. And, yeah, matcha yeah, is ma- great. So that,
3: that's something that we actually uh, um, uh, came up with, Christoph and I. Um, uh, essentially, it's a white chocolate uh, mix uh, which delivers the matcha even more powerfully because it doesn't uh-huh. clash with the strong flavor of dark chocolate because dark chocolate and matcha mm-hmm. are both strong flavors and you don't, you don't want to clash, uh, uh, flavors. Sure.
1: And you forgot, you, you left out one flavor of truffle that I just thought was amazing because <laughs> you did send me some with the chai. The chai
3: oh yeah.
1: Truffles. Chai oh, is quickly
3: becoming a flavor, a favorite. And,
1: and the and, creme, creme brulee and the creme oh, brulee one. Burlet, oh right. my God. Unbelievable. <laughs> And I want to talk about this because this is really important because where I'm at, we pair a lot of wines with chocolate, and that is the fruits, the fruits that you have. Now, you sent me the orange. It's very thin slices of orange dipped in amazing dark, dark chocolate. You've also got lemon, I believe, lemon, ginger, fig. And I can hear someone in the background making chocolate there. (laughs)
3: um, (laughs) it's a constant
1: and no 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 i can imagine and um why don't we talk a little bit more about those because those are really cool those are really a great company you can put those on the side or put them out and um, i'm actually trying to get them up here we want to bring them up here to sonoma
3: (laughs) oh absolutely so these are yes i mean uh various uh, dried fruits and candied uh fruits are a wonderful traditional uh dessert in France and other parts of Europe and um dark chocolate dipped orange peel uh which the french call Orangettes, uh is just an amazing snack it's both tart uh and sour and fruity yeah, uh, and delicious. then it's and then it's and then delicious. it's sort of ad- uh, enveloped by this uh, powerful dark chocolate so it's a beautiful it's a beautiful um snack it goes very nicely with uh um with uh, both aperitifs as well as uh for coffee time uh or just a a regular dessert it's 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 a beautiful snack and we've we've just rolled out sort of a cousin of it, which is the lemonette, essentially a candied lemon Ooh, peel.
1: Oh, can't uh, wait wow. to get that. Which
3: is, I uh, love get that. lemon peel. Get both. Mm. both of these are, and are, the ginger are easily...
0: And the fig.
3: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. The figs are def- definitely kind of uh, one of my uh, pet projects because... Um, part of the inspiration for this whole concept and the Frenchness of the concept comes from some of the travels I've I've made in, I've done in uh, South south France. And uh, I just remember in some of these trips, walking through fig gardens and having this overwhelmingly beautiful smell of green fig and just thinking, how can Mm -hmm. I capture this in chocolate? You know, this would be so awesome. And so we have two uh, manifestations of that in the, in the store right now. One is obviously the, um, the chocolate covered uh fig, um which is a beautiful uh soft, luscious snack. But then Chef Christophe just also came up with a fig and cassis truffle, which mm-hmm. is an amazing combination. Ooh. You have That's you incredible. have both the creaminess of the ganache and the cassis fruit, but then you've got the crunchy seeds of the fig in there. It's just amazing.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh nice. Oh, my God. Well, you, know, um, you know, what, I, I want to br- I I bring greens, up something on right. the
3: show. Um I'm
0: your sorry. hot
1: chocolate, your
2: hot chocolate that Holly and I really love the house blend. Um
0: mm-hmm. you, you use
2: a chocolate real chocolate base to that. Could you describe that? I mean, I it's very different, yes. very beautiful.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Um uh we like to make our hot chocolate full bodied, meaning that it would, it would it would in in include the entire uh, uh chocolate bean. Uh, in other words, it's not defatted. Uh, so we take we take the same chocolate we use to make chocolate bars or truffles, and we essentially blend it with milk powder, high-end milk powder, and other ingredients to create uh, um, a, a soluble powder. Uh, and that gives you a very rich, very flavorful um, drink. You know, more traditionally... Oh, yeah. uh, Rich More traditionally, in the past, people people were defatting chocolate and just using chocolate powder uh, for mm-hmm. for hot chocolate. But uh, we and some of our chocolatier colleagues really believe in delivering the full chocolate body, including the cocoa butter, in the drink.
1: Yeah, no. Would you consider it a, to be a to be a drinking chocolate? I mean, that's to me what it felt like a drinking chocolate.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm.
1: It's it's wow. absolutely beautiful, and um you know I again, you. I wanted to say about yeah no 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 because I've had That's drinking great. chocolate all over the world and it's amazing and I have one of those little uh, canisters in my fridge that I keep where I make my own uh, whipped cream under the high pressure so I just go ahead and make that and then put the put the whipped cream on the top. And oh wow. It's just it's just oh. amazing and uh don't even get me started on cooking. <laughs> Spencer will tell you Spencer will tell you. Oh I yeah, Holly's got
2: is a cook and she's an incredible food person and she gets me hungry all the time. She makes these creative I, I gotta accentuate that creative dishes <laughs> with food. Which are very different, and I'm have just, just she's got to do a cookbook. She's doing a cookbook, and I'm trying to get. Her I'm
1: doing it. a cookbook, and guess what it's called, Peter? You're going to laugh. Spencer and I were on the phone,
0: <laughs> and
1: uh, it's going to be called Holly's Delicious Dishes.
3: <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> Unbelievable. Isn't that great? It's, like a, it's like a short poem. <laughs> it is, and and the
1: thing is. I like to cook healthy because um, I lived in Europe and um, grew up in a lot of places in Europe. And I know you're from Bulgaria originally and uh, spent time in Bulgaria, spent a lot of time in France and um, in Morocco as well. So I've learned to cook a lot of food and I kind of infuse a lot of it. And now I'm getting into the Asian stuff, too, which is really cool. And... uh, I know that you mentioned figs earlier, and I remember when you and I were talking at one time, I said, I've got fig trees on my property. And <laughs> you were like, oh, I'm joking. I envy
0: you.
3: Uh,
0: I and have olives a, I have a right potted, now.
3: I I have a potted fig tree that I bought in Whole Foods in my apartment in New York City. Oh, wow. And uh, I think I harvested seven figs uh, last uh, last fall. Oh, great.
1: <laughs> oh, well, let me tell you. What's funny, when it's fig season, and I think I told you, there's a guy on this one road, a country road, he sits by the side of the road, and he has so many figs every day, figs and avocados, $5 for a big basket of figs, fresh figs. Oh, my God. We bring them home, and we cut them, and we put them, and we usually either do that with a little bit of blue cheese on a cracker or a brie Mm -hmm. and whatever, but um, the chocolate... With the fig is amazing, I can right. just only imagine um, Wait, the,
3: the way the way people are now so used to um uh, loving um uh chocolate dipped strawberries uh, I just have to love, say that those yeah. those fresh those fresh figs um that just came off the tree and are just, like, rich with purple flavor. Yeah, those, those dipped in dark chocolate, there's nothing like it. This wow. is the best thing. No.
1: Totally. I'm going oh, you know to get my you out and oh, do that. Yeah. That would be fun, wouldn't it? No, no, no. Spence, it's okay. Go ahead. Oh, no, no I don't mean, you mean you to say. interrupt
2: you. Uh, I wanted to bring up that you have a site on Facebook. Uh, talk about your site on Facebook, mm-hmm. Peter. Um,
3: You've got a page yeah, on we'll... Facebook. Yeah. We're pretty we're pretty um pretty active on social media. We are on Facebook, uh, our handle is voila chocolat one word. Uh we have a a very popular Instagram page. Uh as you can imagine, chocolate and everything we do there, whether it's us making chocolate or our customers having fun with chocolate, uh, is very photogenic. So Instagram is really a wonderful medium for us to to sort of spread spread the happiness, so to speak. Um and our handle there is Vola underscore chocola. Uh I'm a I'm pretty on
1: it. I'm on it right now. I'm looking at it. I'm a pretty regular
3: Love that. I'm a pretty regular tweeter. uh uh Twitter. Um
1: <laughs> Twitter.
3: So uh Twitter. and uh Twitter,
1: yeah. And uh, cute. my
3: fourteen year old, my fourteen year old is even trying to teach me Snapchat right now, and uh, is uh, having lim- limited success. Well, let me
1: tell you, let me tell you about Snapchat, okay? Snapchat's a trip. I was spending time with my daughter, okay? And you know, the good thing about Snapchat is when you do Snapchat something, it only's on there for twenty four hours, but And then it goes away. But the thing is, you never know what they're going to Snapchat on there. And I think Snapchat would be really good for you. And I did want to say, you brought up a really good point, Spencer. I did notice that you are very, very, very um, social media network friendly. Um, You're pretty much on everything.
2: Well,
3: it's Um, a natural thing because, you know, our our customers – um, are that way already. I mean, what, what what happens at our store is people come in, they order, they start making um, truffles, and within minutes they pull out their phones and now they are taking pictures of their truffles, taking pictures of each other, posting those, whether it's Snapchat or Instagram or Facebook. Um, and it's just a very natural part of uh, our interaction with our customers right now. Plus it looks so good.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, oh, definitely. I'm into pictures of food and and how nice it looks. And I know product shots are very important. I mean, I know, Spencer, you can relate to that, especially when you're shooting an album cover and Uh you have to um, make it look good. So, yeah, definitely. And I'm looking at the Voila chocolate. I want to talk about the chocolate. You guys have to check this out on Instagram, What's really cool, and also even on the Facebook page, first of all, I love the teddy bears; those are great. <laughs> the chocolate, the chocolate um, wheels that you have, the gears, yeah. gear wheels, and then you have yeah. a chocolate heart with a gear inside of it. That's very um, steampunk, but at the same time, it's very, it's very, um, it's it's like it tells a story. I think. <laughs>
3: Like yeah, that's very
1: works.
3: it's very typical of Chef Christophe. He doesn't just do something, he tells a story um uh, and sort of transmits a feeling with his uh mm-hmm. with his work, which is typical of great artists. Um it really is touching the heart. Uh it's a beautiful creation. It's uh, it's about four by four inches big uh heart, which has been molded into a three D shape, and there's mm-hmm. a Sort of teardrop opening uh, in the front, and you can see the insides of the, ha- the heart. And the insides are these beautiful mechanical mechanical gears. All of this made of chocolate. Um, so it's a it's nice. a it's a beautiful presentation uh, and a very original um, Valentine's gift.
1: Now, for people in New York, if they want to come in, and again, it's at two two one West Seventy Ninth Street at Seventy Ninth and Broadway. And you're open ten to nine. Um, would they need to call and make? You are suggesting reservations, and I noticed on your website, if you go to chocolate dot chocolate and it's C H O C O L A T dot com, um, <laughs> you have Valentine's events coming up. Are you sold out on those already?
3: We're pretty close to booked out. I mean, if people wanna wanna uh, make a reservation, I'd say they better hurry. Uh, Valentine's is our biggest single day uh, of the year in terms Mm -hmm. of uh, people making chocolates and coming to do romantic dates. Uh, This year, it's particularly Mm -hmm. um, uh, auspicious because we have two days, essentially, the Saturday and the Sunday, and so both days are pretty close to filled up now. Uh, We do have extended hours. We open at 9 a.m., and we will stay open until midnight. Last year, we had to stay Open and packaged to me. accommodate everybody. Um, wow. But we are very excited, very excited. And we do have a special Valentine's menu. Um, we do have something we don't normally have uh, on an everyday basis, which is the chocolate dipped strawberries. So folks will be able to make their oh, own yum. fresh strawberries dipped in chocolate. Um, and then we have a sort of Valentine's twist on our truffles where you will be able to decorate the truffles with uh with little chocolate letters so you can write little messages like love you and xoxo um, mm-hmm. the same thing for the chocolate bars and the bark and lollipops all of them have sort of a romantic Valentine's theme uh and you can you can decorate them and present them in sort of a unique way uh and that valentine's menu will be available all throughout the long weekend
1: oh, that's amazing yeah. That's amazing. Well, I, and, you know, know what I, I, Holly, you know
2: what I saw in that yeah. shop that's great? And uh, Peter talking mm-hmm. about that, I saw Judith and I were in there yesterday, and we saw this beautiful Valentine's Day box, which is extraordinary looking. The chocolates in it. Holly, you die. The chocolates look so beautiful in there. Um, that's one of your things, right, Peter? The Valentine's yeah,
3: I, I, I don't know if they divulged the, one of the secrets about this box, but... Uh, what the box it? itself, the box itself is made of chocolate, so you can eat the box, not really? chocolate.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that the one with the I design on the outside that has like, because um, I saw some of the chocolate, you can actually, it looks like flowers on some of the chocolate, and, and yes, uh, the the the
3: design. bonbons inside, yes, the bonbons inside the box, they're heart-shaped bonbons, um, uh, something like nineteen or fourteen, depending on the size. Are placed within this heart-shaped box, which we which we basically mold out of chocolate. The bonbons are Mm -hmm. creamy ganache uh, bonbons, and they have these beautiful patterns on top made of uh, colored cocoa butter, which we call transfer sheets. And this is how chocolatiers sort of like to decorate their their uh, creations with transfer sheets that have colorful designs made of cocoa butter.
1: Okay, so it's a transfer sheet made out of cocoa butter. That's what I wanted to know what it was because I was, like, blown away. I was like, oh, wow, they must airbrush with chocolate on top of it. And so it's actual yeah. chocolate sheet. That's amazing. You can also do
3: that. You know, there there are different techniques to decorate, airbrushing and uh, um, using luster dust, using various uh, colors, colors. Uh, um
0: mm-hmm. but the
3: ones you saw are are essentially uh using cocoa butter transfer sheets uh and they they work like a tattoo essentially when you pour the chocolate onto the transfer sheet the design uh fuses with the chocolate and cools together and then you peel off the plastic sheet and the design stays on the on the chocolate so
1: it's like a sh- so it's like a shrink wrap type thing then yeah, that's yeah, it, awesome. Yeah, it's,
3: it's a plastic sheet, and really mm. it works exactly mm-hmm. like a tattoo works. You basically put it put it on the chocolate, peel it off, and it stays on the chocolate.
1: Oh, that's amazing. Spence, we got to go do that. I know. Um, <laughs> I,
3: come here, babe. <laughs>
1: I, I'm just like, wow. Well, you know what? I wanted to ask you if you could do um, both our audience a favor, and again, if you tuned in late, the show will be available on iTunes afterwards. And um, also on Red Velvet Media Blog Talk Radio. And uh, we have Viola. Voila. Voila, chocolate. Where happiness lives. Come create and play. With us today, we have Peter, Master Chocolatier. And uh, <laughs> you know what I want to ask you, Peter, if you could tell everyone? Um, I know that you started off making chocolate for in Europe, right? Uh, kind of like... Why don't we back up to how you got into chocolate and how everything started? Because I sure. know that you were talking about your daughter's birthday party and stuff like yes. that. And, okay.
3: Yes, well, I, I I am definitely a non-traditional entrant into the uh, chocolate community. Um, I've always been in love in chocolate as far as I can remember myself as a kid. Um, as, as soon as... Um, the world started talking about percentages and putting them on packages. and uh, That was really uh-huh. John Scharfenberger who, who pioneered that. Um, I started paying attention and started getting interested and in asking myself, what is this? What does it mean? I know that I like it and it's tasty, um, but it basically sparked this interest uh, uh, to learn more. Um, and so over the years that just accumulated and I, I, went to various culinary classes went to many trips uh, across the world to visit plantations and chocolate makers and to meet the people who bring us chocolate and just uh, over the past decade or two really fell in love with uh with chocolate not just as a, as a treat but the whole um world of crafts uh, people and farmers and uh, uh traders and artists who who deliver it uh, from the tree to us.
0: Um, uh-huh.
3: And uh, along the way, I was having a very different professional career. I was a management consultant with Booz Allen. I was a uh, banker kidding. at UBS. I was working at hedge wow. funds. And uh, it was it was a wonderful career and learning many wonderful things and meeting many smart, uh, wonderful people. But for some reason, it just wasn't, it wasn't delivering the kind of happiness that I was looking for. So about four years ago, I decided that I'm going to do something full-time with chocolate, not knowing what it was going to be. Um, and as you said, yes, right around that time, uh, I was hosting a birthday party for my daughter and her friends. She was turning 10 at the time uh, at a pottery, make your own pottery place here in New York city. There are quite a few. It's very, It's very popular, hands-on crafting. We have a little party. Everybody makes, uh, you know, something beautiful. And I was observing that party. I was observing, you know, how both the kids as well as grown-ups were just immersing themselves in this kind of hands-on, creative, calming, focused activity, which was very different from our digital lives on phones and all the ADD behaviors we now have. And I was thinking, wow, this is what we need to do, but with chocolate. You know, chocolate is a craft, just like pottery or candle making. Why not uh, present it to the public as a hands-on activity for them to gather together and do something um, creative, fun? And uh, as an added bonus, it would be deliciously uh, high-end chocolate that they can uh, consume uh, or gift so that that was kind of uh, the aha moment of, uh, of sort of deciding to create Voilà chocolat, and then essentially two and a half years followed in me trying to turn this idea into a workable business model, and you know recruit all the people, and raise all the capital, and open uh, find and open the first location. And now we've uh, now we've run the first location for uh, over a year, thirteen plus months. Um we're doing great, and we're already uh, eyeing uh expansion from here We're not gonna be a Starbucks, but we will open across the country
1: mm. uh, yeah, that's cool. fantastic and uh wanna have wanna get you up here for sure that's for sure we wanna make sure that the products are here we ha- we, <laughs> we need look it. forward to that we need our we need, we need our chocolate we definitely need <laughs> we- our chocolate.
3: Well, I'm proud to say that uh the the chocolate supplier we work with um is uh is from California. It's it's a wonderful uh-huh. family-owned business uh called the Guitard Chocolate Company. Um uh-huh. and we buy exclusively we buy our bulk chocolate exclusively from them. Um we really like their product. Uh, they're very skilled at blending wonderful flavors uh, anything from the sweeter white and milk chocolates to the really complex uh, high percentage dark chocolates um but they also have a you know a, a they're a company with a mission and a heart and um we really like that we look for companies that um share our values and our mission and uh, the way they sort of uh, build the relationships with the uh cacao trade and the farmers and ensure uh, as best as they can that everything they buy and source, ethically sourced, uh, is very important to us. I mean, that's part of the education and the mission, the responsibility mission we have, and uh, that's something we talk to our customers every day uh, because they really care about what they're paying for and what is their money paying for ultimately. Is it paying for a fair trade, um uh you know cacao which uh, is raised by uh farmers who can afford the basic um you know um uh, uh you know happiness and comforts of life um or are they somehow implicitly uh directly or indirectly paying for abuses uh in the supply chain which are unfortunately still very common mm-hmm. well, uh you
1: know. yeah you know um. Could you explain to our listeners the different what the history of chocolate is? Because um, I know a little bit of it, but I'm sure that you could tell our listeners a little bit about it. Because I know the cocoa leaves,
0: and yeah, uh, well, I know
1: that they...
3: Yeah, absolutely. It's a fascinating uh, area, and uh, we can have a mm-hmm. whole show or several shows with, actually with people who are much more knowledgeable than me, but... Um, it is a fascinating plant and a fascinating history. the um, mm-hmm. The history the history of chocolate is more than four thousand years long, uh, at least wow. documented. Could be could be longer. Um, mm-hmm. the, the The cocoa tree produces essentially the fruits, and from the seeds of the fruits of the cocoa tree, which we call the cocoa beans, we uh, essentially produce chocolate. Uh, this tree is um, genetically native to the Amazon, um, but it was cultivated as a crop and eventually as a sort of revered religious, religiously important drink during the uh, Maya and Aztec uh, empires, uh, mostly in Mexico uh-huh. and Central America. Um, uh-huh. To this day, uh, the Central American and South American uh, cacao is considered to be some of the most um high end flavorful complex uh, varieties um, but um uh, nowadays most of the world's cacao is produced in in West Africa in uh, Ivory Coast and,
1: yeah, and in Ghana that. and uh-huh.
3: uh I mean the abbreviated history of cacao is that uh obviously somewhere around 4000 years ago um the predecessor of the Maya um uh, civilization, the Olmecs, cultivated um, the tree and started making various kinds of beverages, uh, which uh, they noticed are have a very tonic and, and, and vitalizing sort of effect. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
3: And uh, for several thousand years, it was one of the most prized crops. In fact, cacao beans were also the only recognized uniform currency, universal currency of the Mesoamerican continent. People would pay oh, wow. with cacao beans for all their, for all their goods. Um, in the 1500s oh, and uh, thereabouts, obviously the Spanish came in and eventually discovered the value of cacao and brought uh-huh. it back to Spain uh, somewhere around 1535, uh, if my memory uh, does not fail me. Um and uh it became sort of a fashion, uh still as a as a drink, as a as a uh cocoa drink. Um and then from there it spread around Europe, um and it became again a very fashionable thing in Italy, in France, in, in England, um and at the same time uh Europeans started uh experimenting with trying to create solid confections because for most of its history uh chocolate was consumed as a drink. Um, and it was really the Swiss who made the most progress in sort of figuring out how to process and treat the cacao beans. Uh, Rudolf Lindt, mm-hmm. uh actually had, um, with, of Lindt chocolate. Oh, that's right. Uh, had,
1: okay. Had one of, the, yeah.
3: one of the main inventions in creating very smooth, um, highly processed and conched uh, process in the sense that it's, uh, it's made very smooth not in terms of chemically processed, uh-huh. um, yeah. chocolate. And from there, uh, they were able to start making uh, bars, uh, bonbons, and, uh, you know, from there, the artisanal um, sort of uh, 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 craze with uh, chocolate spread um, around Europe uh, and eventually came back to the U.S. And, of course, uh, we credit uh, Milton Hershey with democratizing chocolate by making it affordable and available to the masses. And uh, and now now we're sort of uh, seeing the pendulum swing back to artisanal chocolate. You know, we're sort of withdrawing thing. a little yeah. bit. Yeah, withdrawing right. from from right. industrial chocolate and going back to, um, you know, small batch, um, knowing where the beans are from, tasting particular varieties and terroirs mm-hmm. of bees, just like with wine. Uh, yeah. So there's a real gourmet movement in chocolate that's happening yeah. right now
1: that's amazing yeah and I've seen that I've seen a lot of that and and when Spencer had told me about your chocolate and I did a lot of research on it it was very interesting and you know what I also wanted to say the where the macadamia chocolate covered <laughs> um those were insanely rich and really yummy and they were made with the daredevil chocolate the uh, spicy. They had a little bit of a spice, so yep. they were really interesting. Um, so it's like for me, and now you've got me spoiled because it's like if I go out, <laughs> <laughs> no seriously, I you know I won't even buy. I won't even buy. It's like I go and I look at these chocolates, and I, you know, there's some good chocolates up here in in this area. There's a lot of our our artist type chocolates, but. Your chocolate by far has to be. I have to tell you, if you're in the New York area or planning on being in the New York area, and you also do you do mail, um, you can order online. Um, it's voila slash chocolate c h o c o l a t dot com. You can order the t shirts. You have cute t shirts, by the way. Those are really cute. <laughs> the aprons. The aprons. And um then you've got the hot chocolate and then you've got the um fruits there and they're really cool because the fruits come in like little I saw the um what's really impressed me was the the box that the chocolate oranges came in. They came in recyclable recyclable um packaging, correct? Right.
3: Yeah, I mean, we really um, sort of uh, responsibility and sustainability is a core value, and we really Mm -hmm. try to practice it along uh, every step of the way, um, whether it's about deciding what packaging we're going to use or what suppliers we're going to use uh, for ingredients. Uh, In this case, uh, this is a um, a, a beautiful uh, little box uh, made by a small company in New York. There's actually a classmate of mine from Columbia Business School who makes it, uh, and it's made of awesome. balsa wood. Um, it's mm-hmm. got a beautiful sort of lid that opens, uh, and and wow. and it's all uh, there are no chemicals. There's no processing. There's nothing environmentally harmful in this in this uh, box, and and we love to uh, support and to incorporate products like this in our in our lines because that really fits with our values and we really go out of a way to try and be as environmentally, socially, economically conscious. I got to bring up something,
2: Polly. When, yeah. when you go into the store also, I notice you see people making these chocolates. In other words, you're, you're not only sitting down there, but these people are making different things, right, Peter, in your store, which is really cool.
3: Absolutely. Um both we make the chocolates right there, and you probably saw us making some of the Valentine creations uh, yeah. the other day, um, but also our customers make them. Like today, for example, and tomorrow, and through the week, we have a rush of people making their Valentines uh, out of chocolate. That's so great. Yeah. there are people coming oh, in and great. making you know, boxes yeah. of truffles for their loved ones. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, it's really a wonderful season uh, and a wonderful way to – You know, sort of say I love you.
2: The other thing is, are you expanding? Are you going to be expanding into other items? That's the other question I want to ask you.
1: Yeah.
3: Well, we are we are constantly inventing new things we want to do. Uh, Again, at the at the center of our product uh, uh, lines is is Christophe and I, and we come from different different angles. You know, he's the real uh artist with a really uh beautiful sensibility about chocolate flavors presentation and sometimes he just wakes up and has an idea and comes right. in and makes it out of chocolate and we are blown <laughs> away and then we think okay is this a product right. um and i come from a different uh space i come more from the side of um a chocolate-loving consumer who's been deprived of certain things, and what can we give those chocolate-loving consumers? <laughs> That's great. Um, uh-huh. So, for example, I, I wanted to make my own truffles. There wasn't any place I could make any truffles, so <laughs> we, we made one.
1: That's amazing.
3: That's great.
2: And you That's know great. what?
1: I want to ask Spence. I'm going to ask him. With yeah. all, the, I know that you've had a lot of parties. You do You do bachelorette parties. You do mm-hmm. wedding parties. You do... You know, just date night parties and whatever, and kids parties, yep. birthday parties. Out of Corporate. all the different things, are there any experiences that you've had with any certain party that maybe you want to share with our listeners? Like that you really enjoyed watching and and that that was really special, touched you.
3: Uh, I just love watching our customers.
1: Um, yeah, it is,
3: it is, it is such a it is such a full is the most fulfilled I've been in my life is to just. Uh-huh. Whether I'm watching a family with kids, or I'm watching a date, uh, or I'm watching, we've had a couple of 80th birthday parties, um, oh. and Aww. and it's just, you know, having people gather together, and then being surprised every step along the way, and sort of gasping in this <clears throat> happiness as they make their own things, um, uh-huh. it's just, it, it, it happens very, you know, all the time in our store, and... Uh, I honestly find myself, you know, choking up on a daily basis as I watch people do what they do at Voila Chocolat. So it's a it's a (laughs) wonderful it's
1: a wonderful reward. Yeah,
0: (laughs) it's a wonderful reward.
1: About what you do. Yeah. Yeah, No.
0: Great.
1: Um, You know, um, now do you do a traditional fondue there with fruits and like bananas and or or is it just the strawberries?
3: We we don't. We don't. Um, We. uh, What we offer is essentially different. uh, um, Basically, different experiences that showcase what chocolatiers do. Um, Uh uh, A chocolate fondue is a wonderful experience, uh, but it's something that was really invented for consumers to enjoy fruit and and chocolate. Chocolatiers don't really make fondue. um, When Uh we. When we dip fruit, uh, we dip it in differently treated chocolate in, in tempered chocolate. The fondue chocolate is 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 uh, actually not tempered. Uh, it's it's uh, such that it would not solidify. Like if you take that chocolate in a fondue and right. pour and make make a bar from it, right. it wouldn't work because it's not properly tempered. Yeah. Um, so we don't we don't uh, anyway yet do fondue. You know, Christophe may wake up one morning and decide that uh, he has an inspiration somehow around fondue Um, and we may do something with it Um, but the idea really was to sort of lift the curtain on the world of artisanal chocolatiering and sort of uh, uh, to use kind of Spencer's rock and roll um, background to get people backstage passes to see what (laughs) chocolatiers
1: do yeah Oh, absolutely and you know you know what's really big right now out here are s'mores. Um the graham crackers yeah. oh, with yeah, the, the uh, marshmallow. Right.
3: So So oh, yeah.
1: you going to well, do an, that that's a good that's idea big. making a, a that,
3: that, that's a wonderful It's a wonderful idea. And actually last summer um we contributed to a No Kid Hungry uh campaign and um uh-huh. and City Harvest and they invited us to one oh. of their uh, big gala events where many restaurants and bakeries and chocolatiers were were invited to showcase their products and they asked us to do something with s'mores. And so what Christophe did is something which is really again one of the more, more unusual and beautiful creations he's done is which is a s'more truffle. He essentially had oh, a truffle wow. which had which had oh, you know no. had the You're the chocolate me. body but inside the truffle was a little a little piece of caramel, oh. melted caramel, a little oh. uh, a little body of of wow. of, of uh, handmade marshmallow, a marshmallow oh and then the chocolate God. around it, and it was just amazing. And, and it was That's dusted amazing. with it was dusted with graham cracker, so you oh had the oh whole God. thing. Oh,
0: no, you're killing
3: me! So you had a, oh. a, a s'more, a s'more, but delivered completely differently than right. you no. would have
1: expected. Very uh, very elegant very elegant. Yeah. You know, yeah, exactly. I, go, I go to a I go to a a lot of teas and um yeah. that's why I think the chocolate would be a really great presentation especially you know with that and with what you're doing there do you do anything like that? Do you do any kind of um like I'm going to I'm trying to hook you up with Tracy who has her tea company. I think the two of you should do like a tea-chocolate pairing. That would be really Definitely. cool. Uh, yeah.
3: I, w- I would love to do that. Uh, we are uh, mm-hmm. launching a series of uh, more traditional classes where there are tastings, pairings, and uh, um, some, some culinary skills that we, we teach. Uh, and so that's the more okay. traditional model where you buy tickets and you join a class versus our walk in model. But tea uh is wonderful. I mean I, I, I drink green tea every day. Uh I spent thirteen uh-huh. years in China and, and I fell in love with tea. Um oh, and did it's, you? A I love it's a wonderful it's a wonderful uh complement yeah. to chocolate. Um we we have we have a couple of matcha uh uh products a matcha truffle, a matcha chocolate bar and a matcha hot uh-huh. chocolate. Um uh so we love to mix uh, however, possible tea with chocolate, but also pairing uh, is a beautiful—it's a beautiful experience. And uh, uh, tea and chocolate are—the possibilities are endless. Yeah. Oh, I would
1: like to see like the chai thing. And you know, you mentioned you spent time in China. You know, what I did was I spent a summer in the Seychelles Islands once. And over mm. in the Seychelles, their big um, industry is tea. And yeah. um, what I did was I spent a couple days at a tea plantation just picking tea, and it was wow. amazing because you got to see actually how the tea was processed and and without the pesticides and everything. And uh, I fell in love with the coconut tea that they have over mm-hmm. there that's wow. very interesting. Yeah. So, we want to say um, now for anyone that would like to maybe participate in one of your classes, are your classes listed online?
3: They will be shortly. We're rolling them out in the next uh let's call it month. Um so stay tuned and visit our website uh, at voila-chocolat.com frequently and we will mm-hmm. uh, uh we will very shortly send a press release and uh, on social media uh, as we roll them out.
1: Yeah, and, and and he is very huge in press releases. I've seen some of the press releases, and they're beautiful. And I, am, I, I think that everyone should go sign up so you can get the updates and you can see the beautiful pictures of everything coming up. And yeah. we want to wish everyone a wonderful, happy, upcoming Valentine's Day. And uh, I want to thank you so much for being here today and talking to us about chocolate and about your passion for it and how you've created such a place for somebody to go a safe place where they can create things right. that's so amazing
3: yeah well, thank you, you know? it's, a, it's a real honor and pleasure and i thank you for this wonderful opportunity and i look forward to welcoming you to new york city soon that's right Holly. oh no absolutely
1: Oh, I'll be there for sure. I want to say um, that tomorrow um, I will be on the air. I'm doing a special show with the Wild Honey musicians that are playing paying tribute to the Beach Boys show. Um, it's going to be the Beach Boys. Um, it's going to be the Wild Honey Orchestra. That's going to be tomorrow at 2 o'clock, and then Friday we're on the air, usual. And uh, I want to thank everyone for tuning in today and listening in the chat room. And if you did miss the beginning of the show, again, the show will be available afterwards on iTunes and also on Red Velvet Media, Blog Talk Radio. Make sure to check out Voila Chocolate on the net and also on Facebook and on Twitter and on Instagram and and Snapchat. (laughs) Snapchat. We're going to get you Snapchatting. And uh with that we're ending with a really cool song today. Um it's it's and it actually I got it wrong. It's Javu we're gonna play. So excellent. Um yeah, so that's the song that we're going to end with um today. And uh for everyone out there listening, have a wonderful day and we'll see everyone tomorrow and happy early Valentine's Day. And if you want to get in touch with the um the chocolate shop, it's two one two nine two zero eight seven nine nine and you can order online and he's almost filled with his Valentine's Day classes, but if you'd like to go I I'd say do it. And uh Spencer, I want my chocolate wedding ring, okay? <laughs> hey, so, we gotta um, do it. Don't we'll make
2: it. Yeah, we're, it gonna, it. Do it. we're, we're gonna
1: do it. We're gonna do it. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Just and say with the that, word
1: we are and we, with that we're going to end our show today and uh with everyone out there go to where happiness lives come create and play and uh with that thank you so much for being here today
0: well, thank you holly J'en ferai quoi pa, pa, la, pa, 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 Offrez-moi du personnel J'en ferai quoi Un manoir à Neuchâtel Ce n'est pas pour moi Offrez-moi la tour Eiffel J'en ferai quoi pa, pa, la, pa, 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 la. Je veux l'amour Moi je veux crever la main sur le cœur. Allons, enfants, découvrir ma liberté. Oubliez donc tous vos pichés, bienvenue dans ma réalité. J'en ai marre de bonne manière, c'est trop pour moi. Moi je mange avec les mains et je suis comme ça. Je suis France, Excusez-moi Fini l'hypocrisie moi Je me casse là J'en ai marre des lampes de bois Regardez-moi de toute manière je vous en pas Et je suis comme ça Et Je suis comme ça Je veux de l'amour, de la joie De la bonne humeur n'est pas votre argent Pas mon bonheur moi je veux crever la main sur le